Welcome to Encroachment. Welcome. Oh, God, you sound like death. I'm so tired still. Jesus. Like, I don't know thinking, working this much, but I am so tired. So you said, what, 33 hours in three days? Yeah, I also worked Sunday, too. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm focused, man. 29 was like, I have to fix all this shit that I fucked around, like, for so long. Nobody says securing the bag was easy. Nope. But, but it must be secured. It's significantly harder <laughs> in your late 20s than it was in your early 20s. Like your Man, we were on work. that hustle. And, like, I mean, I, what, I worked full-time and was in school. You worked full-time and was in school. And it just felt like that was what you did. Yeah, like, it was normal. Yeah, you were up at, like, 4 in the morning walking to work. You would Walking never, in, you sn- would in never. the snow in Converse to go open up a Starbucks after being out. Know. Never. Never. I couldn't. I couldn't. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. I had, a, hard... I had a 9.30 class this morning, and I got up at 7 and literally stared at the wall and was like, do I have, like, do I have to go? <laughs> yeah, it's rough when you get older. Your body doesn't work the same way. Like, you get so tired. You get aches. You get, it's not cute, man. Are you hitting, like, a lull, or you still got to finish the week strong with work, too? Um, I work tonight, and I work a double Sunday, but... Like, I worked three doubles in a row, so I'm chilling. Like, this is, this is fine. And then I have my kids back next week. You say so. as you yawn. This is, like, remind, you just remind me of that fire, the guy in the fire. I know. This is fine. <laughs> but you, like, you know, I'm still so tired. Like, I'm too tired to, like, get up and do errands and stuff. So I, I'm very thankful I think I work tonight because I, I need to get out of my house. Yeah. It also snowed yesterday. Oh, we got not snow a too. Fan. Not a fan. Was it like inches? There was accumulation. There okay. was a couple inches on the ground, and then it turned into like freezing rain. So it was just a miserable day. Yeah, we have the freezing rain thing. It actually looks weirdly beautiful, like on all this limestone and shit that's out here. But oh um, my gosh, who are you? I don't know. I really like. I enjoyed it. I guess because I didn't have to like slog through anything. I don't know. It just uh, it was pretty. It just looked pretty. And you I enjoyed like, okay. it from your house. No, I mean I walked to class. Oh, like wow. I was out and about. But by the time like it snowed, and then I feel like by the time I had to leave, like it was already warming up a little bit. So the snow on the ground was like melting away, and I just got to see it fall. It just, I just felt like I experienced all the good things about it without having to like you know stomp through inches or like have to deal with all the salt piling up and getting on my shoes like yeah so it's pretty snow but yeah this week for me was also really really intense from a work perspective and yeah I just had like a lot of assignments due um because we're heading into like the Thanksgiving break yeah even now like on Monday I have and break starts Monday but on Monday I have a paper due an outline for another paper due and a presentation due oh, on wow. the fucking Royal Tenant Bombs, which I've never seen. Well, I've never seen that either. Are you yeah. supposed to? It's, yeah, we have to watch it and then like analyze, like psychoanalyze one of the characters on it. It's very weird. Um, and I was like, okay, you gave us this assignment to do over Thanksgiving break. Beautiful. So, yeah, I'm just trying to get all that behind me. I realized that I need to find a healthy way to motivate myself. <laughs> Because, like, my current motivational strategy is not healthy at all. What is it, drinking? Um, Not even. Like, so I had spent, like, maybe a week and a half, two weeks without drinking anything. Because I was just, uh-huh. like, constantly working. Um, yeah. 
And so I had a final, accumulated a final this past Monday. So over last week, I was like, oh, I have all week. I'll do a couple chapters of review like every day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine and perfect. And of course, I waited until Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> That's normal. And I was like, okay, so I have seven chapters this day and seven chapters the next day. And then I did like three on Saturday. Oh, no. So I was supposed to get like 10 on Sunday. And I was like plowing. Like I didn't even watch most of the Patriots game which is fine. Oh, Probably wow. better for my mental health anyways. But yeah. um, I was like just plowing through these chapters and it got to a point, I think I had like five left or four left um, to summarize. You had to be in this big study guide. Anyway, so I'm getting through it and it's like 1 a.m. And I was like, you know what? Like I can just get a B on this test. Like I'm going <laughs> to be fine. Like it's not an issue. Like I kind of know this stuff anyways. And I like went to like, I'm just going to like lay down and take a nap. Oh no. I know. And but the, but my inner self kicked in, like some other version of me was like, get your lazy fucking ass up. Like you are disgusting. Like you're oh. everything that like you thought you were, you don't belong here. Like I just had to oh, like no. bully myself into like getting up and doing yeah, the work. That's not good. And it worked. I got all that shit yeah. done. I like would, I did not sleep. I studied until eight o'clock, went to go print on my study guide took the test, aced the test, like, have no questions about any of the any of the questions, but, like, I can't rely on, like, telling myself how shitty I am terrible, to, like, yeah. get up and do things, yeah, so, and people are like, no, you have to lean into the positive, I'm like, but when I do that, my then default is, like, it's all gonna be okay, I'm gonna go to sleep, like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're smart, you're brilliant, it's fine, like, don't worry about it, like, go to bed, like, the, <laughs> there Whatever is no middle ground, happen, will happen. Like- right, <laughs> So people are like, oh, no, you got a positive thinking. Like, positive thinking will get you fucked up out in these academic streets. I don't know what you're talking about, but it doesn't work for me. So I need to find some kind of middle ground between, like, masochism and <laughs> laziness. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, somewhere between masochism and laziness <laughs> is where it is. Um, so this is our bye week. We've self-proclaimed this to be the encroachment bye week. Yeah, I can't. So we're going to do a quick team check-in and then take a quick break and then come back and kind of check in on the pod. But for team check-ins, how are your Redskins doing, Michelle? Because I have not followed Um, them the last, like, week and a half. So basically, it's... I think, like, that meme is going to be our official meme of the podcast. Where it's like the little dog in the room yeah. with it on fire, and you're just like everything is fine because that's how I feel like my team is right now. Um, we have so many injuries on offensive line. Um, we are not playing consistent games at all. The defense like allows just terrible things to happen, but then magically, they just like get an interception on the last drive, or they just like like you know like. It's, I don't know if it's luck. I don't know what it is, but it's not. It's very stressful. I but thought it, Atlanta was going to run up the score on you guys. So when I saw the score, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. this is a low-scoring game. That's not what I expected. And then you won, and I was like, oh. I mean, they're getting, the, they're getting the W, so it's like I can't be upset. Right. I was listening to uh, Sports Talk 980, like the Redskins radio, basically, and Doc Walker was like, there's never going to be a Monday where I'm not celebrating us getting a win. I don't like they <laughs> were not used to getting them. So I will be celebrating a win despite the quality forever. 
And I kind of identified with that. Like, it was, again, very ugly, but the defense magically showed up. I mean, they did the same thing against against Carolina. Josh Norman got a last-minute interception to stop their potentially game-winning drive. They did the same thing in, during the Dallas game. I mean, I'm not going to complain that our defense is magically getting these turnovers. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like I'm just waiting for it to all fall apart. Like, I'm just waiting for it to all fall apart. But you guys are still two games ahead in the division, right? right? which is why yeah. it's weird because, again, we're two games ahead of the division. We have the best division record in, in, in the whole division. And everyone looks messy in your division. Yeah, everyone looks terrible. I mean, the Giants are non non-motherfucking factor. Dallas is almost there, too. It's really just the Eagles, but we already – we need – again, as long as we beat one them once, we'll be fine. So we have the easiest schedule remaining in the whole division. And the Eagles are losing this week for sure. They're not beating the Saints. No. It's There's not going to no happen. Way. It's not going to happen. There's no way. Um, so it's, it's very weird. It's like it's all okay for right now. It's not okay, but it's okay. So – we played the we play Atlanta no, yeah we play the Texans sorry. So that will be interesting. Um, yeah, that yeah. will be an interesting game. Who knows? Who knows? I you know. I Still can't get you on the record to predict if you're gonna make it out from this Texans team. I don't know because I don't know. Like Alex Smith has been starting to trust his wide receivers a little more, like Doxon and I. In that what Maurice Harris, right, the young kid? Yeah, I appreciate him. Um, uh, also, I need Josh Norman to shut the fuck up. He's like really being such a bitch because he basically went on Twitter and was just like, like. It wasn't as bad as the media made it, but it was still kind of, like, annoying. He was basically, like, we play better at away, on away games because we have louder and better fans show up there. What? Yeah. And so he's like, you know, now you need to do your part and show up to FedEx Field and be loud and, like, do better attendance and stop, like, letting other teams get tickets and stuff. Sir. If you were good, people would show up. Sir, do you know how hard it is to get to FedEx Field? Do you know how expensive it is to get? Do you know how inconvenient it is to get to FedEx Field? Like, no, I'm just going to watch from my fucking bed. Like, last time I went, my car got towed. It was terrible. I'm just not, no. Yeah, it's... I mean, the two times I've been, the fan experience also wasn't great. Like... The food was ridiculously overpriced and not good, which is typical. But, um, mm-hmm. like, the seat, it just, everything felt, like, a little dilapidated and, like, kind of worn down. And I was like, okay, I can tell you guys are, like, already eyeing the next stadium. Right. And it's just, I don't feel like it's there for, like, the fan experience. Like, they're, like, I love going to Camden Yards. I, like, even the Nat Stadium is, is nice to go to. Like, from a fan perspective, it's easy to get to. Like, I can take the fucking Metro to Nat Stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's impossible to get to FedEx Field without spending 20 to $50. Mm. Like, it's impossible. And then if you do get a parking pass and tailgate, you're so fucking drunk. 
that you don't remember half the game. It's just, it's, I would just rather be at home and spend so much less money. It's not a, it's not a fun experience for me hmm. to like go to the game, I guess. I don't know. That's real. And I feel like the view, like you don't get to view it that well either because like I can see everything when I watch it on TV. I can't see everything from, you know, various seats that I may, I may have. Do you go to Patriots games? Um, I've been twice. I, mm. Both times I went, they lost. Oh, no. <laughs> One was like the Kansas City beat down at home oh, no. to open the season. Yeah. So, but I mean, I still enjoyed it. Like I liked being among Patriots fans, I liked feeling that, um, like, when I was down, it went around, around. I was down. So I, yeah, I liked it. But the thing is, I also would say I have a better experience when I've gone to, like, Patriots bars. Yeah. Because um, I still get the same thing about being around the fans, but I get to see the different TV angles, right? Like, right. I get to hear the announcers, like, really clearly. Yeah, exactly. like, I like all of that. And then I also like having like affordable food and beverage yeah, and also like the little random stats that pop up that you don't yeah. get to see like yeah yeah i like i do like going to the games because you do have that fake feeling like you're actually affecting the outcome you know what i mean if i scream loud enough then like i can disrupt their defense and i can i'm helping you know i almost feel insane though screaming at the stadium it's very weird it's a very exhausting day for me. Like, it's not yeah. very fun, I don't think. Which is why, like, if someone will, like, give me tickets, awesome. But I'm not going to go out of my way, I think, to. Yeah. yeah. And Patriots tickets are fucking expensive. Oh, really? You don't just, like, sh- yeah, I mean, both times I go, I didn't pay for my fucking tickets. Um, <laughs> there's no, that's expensive. I've even thought about seeing them in other cities, and it's still, like, a substantial premium when they come to town. Yeah, they're good. They're a really good team, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good segue into what happened this week. What happened? Um, which was nothing short of a disaster. I like thank God I had so much work to do because I like did not have time to like focus and stew on like what had happened. So we played the Titans. Mm-hmm. We only put up 10 points. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that score run across the screen. Yeah, we only put up 10. Like, the offense was just inept. I mean, and the only touchdown we had was the fullback running it in. Like, there was just no... And I've talked before on the pod about how, like, I've thought our red zone offense was getting a little suspect. So to see that be, like, borne out for real was like wow okay like I was you know kind of onto something there but he also was not getting like every so like the thing that pissed me off right is of course after we have a loss like that the narrative is like Brady's done like what's like you know what's going on this is the cliff he like was sucky and like I felt like he had some bad throws but I don't think like so to be so to be fair, I only watched the first half, and like what I saw was someone was a quarterback with receivers not getting open. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were like, there were two plays. Like I remember one particular third down, the ball went straight through Julian Edelman's hands. Mm-hmm. So like he was getting there were key drops happening, 
and they were getting pressure like real like and it wasn't so like we I feel like are you not used to but our offensive line is good at taking like a rush and like spreading it out on both sides so Mm -hmm. Tom has the middle to like step up in the pocket they were getting pressure from the inside so like it was just collapse and he was like right there so there were so many times where like he would snap the ball and like he just had to throw it to the ground or like he would just have to run to the ground because they were they were in his face already. Yeah. And so when I looked at some of the, you know, analysis and the throws that people were talking about that were like questionable, he was clearly like turning his shoulder away to like cuz he felt like he was going to get hit. Yeah. So I feel like he just was uncomfortable in the pocket. There was some fear there, like with good reason. Mm-hmm. So and when I think about the offensive line, we have three offensive line starters out that game. And so, yeah, and Dean Pease is giving us trouble before with the Ravens. I just think that the narrative is overblown from what I saw. But what I saw was still concerning. Um, so I don't want to say that either, right? Um, yeah, I think we need – Sony Michelle was not 100%. He did not, you know, carry the ball like he, like he had before. I think we need Gronk back. Again, like this one thing I was saying earlier in the season about Edelman, it's not just about, like, them being – like gonna change the game right it's like having them on the field distracts attention from other people so it's like you if you only have josh gordon and julian Edelman, you can do like you can cover that right josh gordon julian Edelman, and gronk like that's tough and then like when that's going on you get more time in the backfield because it's to dedicate more people to like coverage and so i feel like it all just clicks together when we have multiple viable weapons and we don't have we didn't have that in this game and i think part of that's on brady too right like you can't only look I mean, to be fair, he didn't have a lot of time to go through his yeah. full progression. So it's yeah. like, oh, God, I'm looking to one or two reads. But I want to see him get Chris Hogan involved. Like, the games where I feel like we've been strong, like, Hogan has caught, like, two or three passes. Like, not, you know, an all-star game, but like he's you're really a viable waiting. option. Yeah, you're I waiting am. for Chris Hogan to I step am. up. Like, and you I don't am. even want him to step up as number one. You want him to just be present. A compliment. Yes, be present. Be a threat. Like, make people have to pay attention yeah. to you. Um, and I know you've done it because you did it the last season and a half. So yeah. I just don't understand what's happening. Um, Philip Dorsett came and made a big play. I feel like a lot of it was play calling. So it's just, I think we need the bye. I think we'll be, we'll be strong coming out of the bye. I feel like we'll finish the season, obviously with a winning record. We're going to make it to the playoffs. We're going to be top of NFC, I mean, AFC East. So I'm not worried about that. Um, but it is one of those weird seasons where like I look at the playoff field and I I I feel like it will be a, a feat for us to make it to the Super Bowl. Oh in a, yeah. In a way that I've never felt it. Like I've always it's not it's never easy to do, right? But like yeah. I've always been like, you know what, we can match up with these teams. But from what I've seen, like and it's tough too because uh one of these one of the right i think tom curran he like writes uh about the patriots for nbc sports mm-hmm. but he was saying that like we have when we win we win by the biggest margin and we beat winning teams yeah. our losses have come against bad teams so it's like are we just like not playing up to that level so like maybe we're in the playoffs we will hit that and like again we've seen brady like show up in the clutch in those moments too so i don't want to like be pretend i'm like gloom and doom right but it just there's some doubt that I have not had before when I look at teams like fucking the Chiefs or when I look at the Steelers putting up like 50,000 points with ease. So sounds like you're describing the Redskins right now. It's so funny. (laughs) But I mean, I do think like fortunately or unfortunately, we've reached the point in the season where injuries and certain things are starting to affect a lot of teams. So it is kind of like 
who has the offensive line that's still completely intact? You know what I mean? Like, right. who's like, again, this is the part of the season where I feel like it really comes down to coaching and the leadership of the team. Yeah. Because you aren't going to have a fully healthy team. You aren't going to have all the weapons that you want to have. So it's kind of like, how is your coaching staff going to adapt to that? Who's going to step up? And how is your current leadership going to keep the team alive, basically, you know? Yeah, I agree completely. And the teams that haven't been ravaged by injury are the teams that are doing super well. Exactly. But again, it's one any given Sunday. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what that if change, yeah. goes down? The Saints are canceled. Like, you know what I mean? Or Michael, like, if Michael Thomas goes down, it's, like, he's eating up all their receiving yards so yeah, yeah that would be a significant blow to their offense anything or Alvin Kamara goes down anything could happen yeah um and it's weird because we're still like kind of in the middle like there's still a lot of football left yes so it doesn't feel like it it, it doesn't like feel like it so long. yeah it does not feel like it but there's a lot of football left so we'll see you know what happens I have faith that we'll figure some shit out um I think our early bye week is really fucking me up Yes, I think that's a big issue. Because big I'm issue. like, what do you mean there's still football? <laughs> like, it's it's made the season longer, I think, in a good way because there's, again, still more football, but also in a bad way because, like, we are going to – I can't believe that we – like, we're the injuries are going to kill us. I know it, it, it wears on the players, yeah. When we had a week four by, I think, a couple seasons ago, we ended up having a lot of injury issues heading into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this bye right now at week 11 is coming at the perfect time. Yeah. For us. So, you know, regroup and bounce back. I have faith. We're on the bye this week. I think we come back to play the Jets. Like, I could okay. not be less worried about anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that'll be a good, like, morale-boosting beatdown. And then we can, you know, gear up for the playoffs. So, <laughs> let's see. And now that I've said that, we're going to get stomped out. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, let's take a quick break. Um, and then we'll come back in and talk about the pod. All right. Hey, we're back. We're back. Um, so yeah, I guess when I proposed this idea, I was really just thinking about I guess, like, really what happens during a bye week, right? Like, the team regroups, sees what they feel like they've done well, what they haven't done so well, what they want to do going forward. And I feel like we could bring some of that to the pod, which also is in line with, I know, at the end of the season, you want to do something where we kind of be, show, like, have transparency and talk about how we felt about it. So it would be good to have a kind of mid-season episode where we can then kind of look back and compare that, too. So, yeah, I'll have you start. How are you feeling? Um, how am I feeling? Um, I think, like, I was so excited going into this, um, and I still am excited. I just think that I personally need to, I didn't realize how much work it would be. Yes. I guess. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, to actually pay attention to everything all of the time. <laughs> um, and I definitely... When we first started, of course, it's so easy to, like, be consistent when you're – it's new and fun, and um, it was 
I was literally listening to football or reading about football every spare moment I got. It's kind of like, you know, I do have other interests. Inside, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> um, so there's alcohol to be had. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I do like other things. Um, so it's uh, it's I think I'm I need to work on uh, finding a balance better. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. With with obtaining information, observing games, and and still having life things go on, I guess. How about you? I think I agree with the idea of balance, but in a slightly different way. Okay. Um. So, I mean, I don't really have a fucking personal life because I'm a PhD student, so that's not <laughs> the issue. But I felt like when we first started, like I was really excited about the chance to really learn more about the game yeah, and like bring that knowledge to bear through conversation. So like I was doing a lot of like stat lookups. I was like watching a lot of the kind of video film breakdown things. And I felt like we tried to bring some of that in the first couple of episodes and we were getting clear feedback that like it was kind of too much. Right. Yeah. So then we we're like, okay, we're going to kind of lean more into like the friends thing and like lean more into just being drunk and having fun and in that I feel like I like I miss I miss the intellectual challenge part of like thinking about the stats like thinking about formations like trying to learn I don't I'm not doing that anymore right like I'm just trying to be like oh what did I see that I can talk about like what's interesting like what's funny um and I just yeah and in some ways thinking about that conversation we had about you know who's allowed to talk about football like I feel like we're like leaning hard into the stereotypes that we talked about being a problem. Yeah. But because like, that's what the people who are listening want from us, which is like weird. Um, So yeah, I don't know what to do with that, but I feel like going forward, I want to find some way to balance, like coming in with some real like nuanced information, like thinking about um, things in a different way. I almost liked when we did our preseason shows better because I felt like there's like there's such limited information because no one was really playing that we had to actually like search. Right. You know? Right. And be, like through that searching for information, we um, like we found articles that were maybe published once in like Kansas City. You know what I mean? Like yep. we we found more information. I think that was more interesting um, rather than just the same stuff everyone sees when they watch the game, I guess. Exactly. And I think part of that too is like people don't know what they want until you give it to them, right? So I think that yeah. what, so the feedback, the way that I took it was like, oh, people don't like this like stat stuff. So like we should just not talk about it. And it's like, no, it means that people don't like the way you're talking about the stat stuff. So you need to find right. a new way to talk about it. Right. Um, so, like, there's been articles from, especially 538, where, like, remember when the whole Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick quarterback thing was, debate was going on, mm-hmm. and they released a really good breakdown of, like, how Ryan Fitzpatrick is actually the better quarterback, which is very interesting. Um, so I was like, oh, I should talk about this, and I remember being like, oh, nobody's going to care. Like, it's just numbers. And it's like, no, like, there has to be a way to talk about those things and, like, get the depth that well, I want that's also still entertaining. I do also think that um, we are going into this, like, to do it for us, kind of. Like, this is, yeah. so you should talk about whatever you want to talk about. 
True. Like it's the feedback is great, but just because you do get feedback from one thing doesn't mean that you should just change everything. Like if you really love researching stats and doing that deep dive, then you should 100% do that. True. True. And I think there was a moment where the focus, I guess, got lost too on that, like about who we're doing it for, right? And like why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I kind of want to talk to you about like growth. So I feel like we had like a huge kind of boost in growth after the Vegas episode. Mm-hmm. And it's been like kind of slowly declining, like settling down at a number now. And I don't, like you don't track these things. I don't think as much as I do. Um, but I was curious about like, what, you, what do you think about, like, how are you feeling about that? How is, is that impacting motivation at all? Like, yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything about the numbers um, for a while. But I think that... I don't know. I don't... I mean, I have some thoughts about the numbers, but I don't really know. What are your thoughts? Um, I feel like our energy may have been, like... Not that we've been distracted, but, like, you know, focused on other things, like life things. This is, like, the busiest part of the semester, usually. You know what I mean? Like, it's also holiday season, so it's just full of so much other, like, shit that you have to do. Yeah. Um, So I feel like you and I kind of haven't been as intensely excited and motivated to do this every week. And I don't know if that's a reflection of, like, the numbers are a reflection of that. I think it could be. I mean, when I'm looking at the episodes that get more views than others, I, I think I could, like, I have just roughly think about it now, I could see that being a pattern. And, like, yeah, there, there's some episodes where it's, like, we're both having a shitty day, and we're like, okay, we need to just, like, we'll record a yeah. little bit, and be like, nope, stop, redo it, like, try and come up with something yeah. else. <laughs> um, so, but I guess, too, like, right, you mentioned this earlier about it being, like, I feel like more of a marathon than a sprint kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if we like took into it. This is 16, like more than 16 weeks, right? Like there's 16 weeks in the season. Plus we did some preseason episodes. Plus we're doing playoff episodes. Like this is a long kind of thing. And like, yeah. we have never done this. Before. We've, we've never committed to anything together <laughs> for that long, like weekly. Or individually. Or individually, <laughs> except school, right? Like what? <laughs> I mean, but that took me forever. So. Yeah. So, like, I think we have to cut ourselves some slack on that element, too. Um, And I think I'm more sympathetic to some of my other friends' podcasts. We were talking, and I was like, oh, I can't believe, like, that's your numbers. Like, we're on track to beat these numbers. And it's like, yeah, we were on track. And then we fell, like, off the track. (laughs) I think Um, that we just have to find a way to keep it, like, fresh and interesting, even when we don't feel fresh and interesting. Exactly, yes. And I think the guests help, too. Like, not just for the viewership, like, because I think they spread to their network. Like, our episode with Sam is one of our most watched episodes. And I'm sure it's, it's like, Sam has a football network to tap into that he can that he spread it out against, right? Um, we took a little lull, and then we bounced back with Kyle. So, like, I think not only is it expanding the network, but we have new energy when we have someone on because we don't, yeah. like, know them. It's like, oh, I'm, like, want to get to know about you. Like, we learned so much about, like, Kyle's family history in that in that conversation that was just interesting to me right yeah um so like I could totally say that'd be interesting to someone else I don't think the answer is having more guests on all the time but I do think the answer is 
in the freshness, huh? Yeah, like it breaks up it breaks it up a little bit. But yeah. Not all the time. Yeah. Um, as far as I aspect my motivation, I feel like it is a little bit. I think that there was okay. something, even though we were always doing it for ourselves. And again, like I mentioned this earlier too, like I feel like I might have lost track of that at some point. Despite feeling it, I think in the back of my head, I was just like, oh, like we're getting this growth. Like I was feeling that too. And like to be like, oh, like what am I doing? And then realizing I don't really have the time to like dedicate to like really trying to break down what the issue is and like looking up how to like grow. Like I don't have that kind of time and like neither do you, yeah. right? Like we're not social media strategists. Oh my God. And that's another thing I want to talk to you about too is like, I feel like social media is a muscle and like mind atrophied. Like I don't know how to do it. What do you mean? Like, like, I, so like, I feel like we, Instagram, huh? Sorry. I'm, no, I mean, I was talking about even like our Twitter, like, like we made a Twitter page and like, I remember when we were, when I was in undergrad, we were both in undergrad we had fire twitters like it was like it was it like it was just witty thing after witty thing and like retweet this and like i just felt so plugged in and like now i get on there and it's like what am i supposed to say but i don't think twitter is the same i mean that could be true too and i also think it's like i had we had funny things to say but then it was like a constant thing like i could blurt out a little 120 character thing and it was funny and that's it well, like, I don't think that you can do, you can't do that on Snapchat. You can't do it on Instagram without, like, blowing everyone's shit up constantly. Exactly. Also, I don't know how to use Instagram still because they didn't have it for, like, a year. And then now they have stories and shit like Snapchat. And I'm just. I can't get, I don't perplexed. get it. I don't I get perplexed. it. Yeah. I feel old. <laughs> I feel so old. And, like, it's like, is this part of the issue, too? Like, should we be spreading this out via social media network? But I don't have one. Like, I just don't. And I don't know <laughs> how to build. Like, I just, I don't. I don't know how to build it. And, like, I, and it's so easy to get defeated, right? Like, I'll put out a tweet. And then just, if I don't get, like, we don't get engaged on the tweet. So it's, like, who am I talking to? Like, am I just, like, yeah. like, what, why am I doing this? But, like, you have to persevere, I guess. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I think this is a normal thing that happens. My thing, my thing with social media is I don't like the exposure. Um, mm. I really like to be a very private person and I would rather not have any social media at all. Like, yeah, it's to the point where now, especially like, as a woman, I, it's just, it just doesn't provide anything for me. Like I actually deleted the snap app and the Instagram app and I will only download the Instagram app to post the, the fucking Instagram picture for our podcast. And then I will delete it again. I mean the past couple weeks I've just been really busy and it's very distracting and I feel like it just has such a negative energy and I'm just not I'm I'm not interested in it like it's distracting like like I don't need to be scrolling through Instagram I can be sleeping or something else you know so I feel like I don't have that same negative I just came back to Instagram too and I don't Mm -hmm. have that same negative vibe per se yeah but I, I think that's just all who, who I follow, right? I follow a lot of tattoo artists, a lot of, like, fashion things. But I find yeah. myself, like, wanting more in a way that I did not for a while. Like, I, I was getting back to my, like, I was about to text you, like, why am I so poor? Oh, no. <laughs> With a screenshot of something I wanted to buy. And it's just, like, I just, so yeah. it does trigger that, like, 
it triggers something in you that's like not that great. what I have is not enough or what yeah I have that's okay, not great I... so yeah. I feel you on that um and it's hard too because like that's supposed to be the avenues for which you're supposed to like promote these things right and it's like if I'm promoting my thing Messi's not just getting as much as you're promoting your thing. Like, then I feel like, some kind of way about my thing. Like, literally, <laughs> when I was when I was talking to Ryan, like months or like yeah, months ago now, and I was like, yeah, I don't have social media, and I love it, but I'm trying to have this podcast. He was like, yeah, you have, you can't have a podcast or do anything without social media. Exactly, page. exactly. I was so like, oh, no, and then I reactivated Instagram that week, and I'm like, this is great, but then it's like. Also, I'm so much more accessible to maybe people I don't want to be accessible to, you know, like, yeah, there's just a lot of things that come with it. So to end on a, like, not end, but like to lead towards closing on a positive note. So we talked about a lot of things that I feel like we are worried about or like that haven't gone so well. What do you like? What is a couple of things you feel like, like, yeah, we're doing that thing. Like, this is good. Um, I do like that. Um. It seems to me that you that both you and I still want to do this. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And we're committed to, like, finding our groove again. I think we just – we're having our little mid-season slump, and that's okay. Um, and I think that just the fact that you and I are still committed to doing this is a positive thing. Um, I don't think that I think that if we focus more just on us having fun, it'll be fine. Because yes. at the end of the day, this is for us, like, you know, to stay connected with each other, to do something we like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that that really does come through, you know, when, when we're at our best. Yeah, we are at our best. We are passionate. We know what's going on. Um, we have opinions. It's and I just think that we're when we're engaged, it's really awesome. And we just have to kind of find this is a whole different arena of a whole different way to be engaged. You know what I mean? That I've never had to do ever, ever, ever. Like I can be engaged with you as a friend from long distance, and it's fine. But like podcast, I don't know what this is. Like this is so weird. <laughs> so it's kind of like definitely a learning curve. We definitely have that and you know you and I are pretty intelligent so I'm not I'm not concerned about it I just think we need to figure you know figure out what works for us yeah but I do when I think about the things that are going well and like that make me happy about it that is part of it too is like wow like I mean we wanted to do things before like oh we're gonna work out or like oh we're gonna do this thing and like it just once it hit a moment where it's like oh this isn't like super easy or like oh this isn't really comfortable it's like oh well like Let's just not do that and hang out instead, right? And yeah. there have been, I mean, there have been episodes where... We've both had weeks where you're like, yes. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to <laughs> like, do this. Like, I'm not, out. like, not... And you were like, yeah, to get it together. Go take a shot. Like, come on. Like, yeah. And I, when I... I can't remember which episode it was, but we recorded, like, a couple minutes, I think, of an intro. And I was just, like, really depressed and, like, talking about that on the... And I was like... You were like, nope, we need to, like, start over. Like, we need to start over. And we started over. And I love, like, I loved listening to that pod. It's, like, one of the few I listened to afterwards. Just because, like, you were able to get me out of my slump. Yeah. And, like, that to me, like, that, again, the commitment, been, the, like, support. Like, two or three episodes. So I think you were sick one time because you were NyQuil and yep, Moscato. Yep. And then. I was sick and it was NyQuil and like some other type of wine. Yep. And it was just funny because we both said the same thing to each other, just different week. Like 
back to back weeks like you were like I feel like shit what the fuck and we're, I was like we just gotta do it and then I said the same thing to you like I feel like shit blah 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 you're like we just gotta do it and we did it and it you know we have our moments we're pretty funny sometimes <laughs> even when we don't want to do things exactly exactly um so yeah that's definitely one piece I think another piece too is I'm just proud of like myself for like putting myself out there like like there's no there's no way in the world especially like so it's weird too right because so even though I think I liked the early episodes when like we were maybe doing more research and like presenting more numbers and stuff because I felt like comfortable in that space and I felt like this is what I wanted to be you know be doing but I am more proud of myself for the episodes we've done since we've gotten the feedback about being more personal Mm -hmm. because like that's the shit that's scary right like I'm putting this out there like I'm not preparing we're just kind of like going with on top of our head and like anything could come out and it's like on the internet forever. And like, so norm like that's not normally my vibe. Like my Instagram photos, like photos, like I picked the particular one and like, or I like crop it this way. And it just felt like a very um, raw, like, yeah, raw, vulnerable way to like be out there and like to talk about something that like as a gay man, I'm actually talking about like, so just a lot of shit that I feel like mentally I had to like overcome I feel proud that I've overcome it um to just do this so I think that's something I don't want to discount either um I mean you too right like you talk about like you don't want a social media like you actively left social media for a lot of reasons I don't mind talking about it about my life because I like my life is my shit like I don't feel like I'm like lying about it or like these things that happened to me actually happened to me. Yeah. They're things that I would tell people, you know, so it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I don't like being reachable, I guess. I don't Mm, like, okay. Like I don't want you to talk to me if you don't have my number, you know what I mean? Or anything like that. I just, yeah. So in some ways this is the best kind of exposure for you because you're like, I put out what I want to put out and then I'm done. Like I don't have to like, you're not going to DM me, like, you're not going to be, like yeah. feedback, but I don't, like, I don't like kind of the sexualization of being a girl on social media. It's a little bit annoying. Yeah. And, I mean, I definitely posted some thirst traps, like, to get viewership, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, trying to, like, On that Kim that Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, that's also not me. So then sometimes I'm like, oh, why did I do this? Like, this, you know, this, like, yeah. Yeah. But now you're back on Instagram, so I don't have I mean, but I also haven't even, like, uploaded the, um, I've only posted two older photos that I've taken. I have not talked about the podcast yet. Like, and again, that's something I'm still working. That's something I'm still working on. Like, I haven't (laughs) even told all my friends yet. So, like, in some ways, right, like, I complain about, like, oh, our numbers, but, like, I'm not doing everything I could be doing. Um, I feel like my friends are over it. Nicole's like, I don't know what half of the shit you guys talked about. But she still listens, which is so dope. Thank you, Nicole. You don't even follow football. And, like, shout out to you. That's awesome. I still have two girls in my program, too, who, like, they're, like, I listen to just for the beginning, to Adam, too, just for get, beginning to hear you talk about your lives. And then at the end, when you talk about whatever the, you know, encroachment topic is. And that's another oh, that's thing. Cool. That, yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to point out about, like, that's good and I want to do more going forward. Like, the conversation that we had about, who gets to know football, the conversation that we had about um, the Tariq Hill thing, we brought up kind of like labor issues. And like, I feel like when we talk about things that are a little bit 
deeper, like people are interested. And like, I, I hear them be like, oh, wow, like I like the conversation. Um, and I feel good about having those conversations. And I feel like when we like also disagree, like there's some good conversations there. Yeah. So I want us to be like a little more deliberate, maybe about picking coaching topics that are further away from the actual game or like allow us to bring right. in outside elements and right. then that where we also may not agree all the time, which is going to be hard because we agree on a lot. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think we need to like try and find more of those moments of like those places of tension where we can like talk about things and tease it right. out. I like that. Yeah. So those are my thoughts on a positive note. But um, yeah, I think on, on that we can call this a wrap for the bye week. Yeah, you will. Huh? It's like an out loud brainstorming session. I mean, really, that's what it was. Oh, well. To honestly, yeah. Um, and yeah, if anyone has any feedback or thoughts, obviously hit us up and let us know. Um, and we will be back next week at our normal time, which is like sometime between Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> what is our normal time? <laughs> I feel like we had a pretty good run of like Tuesday evenings was it though, and then it kind of yeah. like slipped a little bit. So. Yeah. yeah, I feel like well, Tuesday or Wednesday typically is when we do it. And yeah, definitely. Let's focus to get back on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be back with, on Tuesday with an episode breaking down the games of the week. And uh, we'll see you then. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>